Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome back. Thanks for joining me again. Nice to have you along. And I'm really looking forward to today's conversation with Al Polizzi. Al is the CEO of Verdant Consulting. So Al, thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And whereabouts are you based in this world? I'm right outside of Boston. Boston. Ah, beautiful. Lovely. Um, So I'm really looking forward to this because it's such a hot topic. Uh, not just for the world of work and people, employees, managers everywhere, but for HR people. And it's around the issue of resilience and all that sort of thing. But before we get into that, can I take you back a step and you just give us a little bit about your background and then what led into the formation of your business? Absolutely. Well, I can talk about resiliency with HR because that's basically my story. Um, I have a 20-year career in organizational development, leadership development, and um, HR. Uh, for large global companies like 7-Eleven, Pizza Hut, um, Boston Beer Company, uh, which makes Sam Adams. And uh, most recently was the head of HR for a veterinary hospital, National Veterinary Hospital Company. And through the pandemic and a series of events ended up experiencing burnout. And almost a year ago, actually, uh, this month, um, realized that I was having a, a crisis. And uh, that kind of came up when my, I found out my husband and my mother were having a meeting about my mental health without me, which is never a good sign. So I took that as my uh, motivation to try to find a solution. Um, I'm very practical and action oriented and uh, said, okay, everybody's talking about burnout. Surely someone has come up with something that is going to be helpful. And I found nothing at all of what I was looking for. Um, It was just a hodgepodge of apps and yoga retreats, which are great, but weren't based on teaching me tactics for how I could lead differently, manage my own emotions differently, um, and navigate a very uh, challenging work environment. Um, Then quite frankly, hasn't decreased in complexity since the time I left. So um, I decided that I, if I couldn't find it, I was going to write it. And so I used my uh, 30 years of award-winning uh, training development to study, and then my academic, academic uh, PhD to study the latest science and research on resiliency and burnout prevention, as well as let, let's all be optimistic, post-pandemic recovery, like that's <laughs> going to happen, and um, created a program that helps people learn science-based tactics for managing emotions. And I focus a lot on leaders because we tell leaders that they should be these things. They need to have EQ, they need to have Mm. compassion, they need to have vulnerability. We don't teach them how, and we pretend like they just leave their own personal needs behind them. As soon as they get the promotion, like their emotional needs just like go out the door. Same thing with HR. And so, My program helps people understand how that works from a biological, neurological, and cognitive behavior psychology point of view, and gives specific tactics on how to manage those feelings in a way that's healthy and helps recover from challenges and stress quickly. 
I love it. I love it. A couple of things spring to mind. And one is uh, I saw in a uh, Facebook group there for HR people recently and they're talking, someone posted the question, can you describe your job without telling formally what it is or something, without naming the thing? And they had people in there writing janitor. This is an HR group. So janitor, um, childcare leader, um, shrink. Yeah, they'd say um, uh, contact tracer because it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but this thing went hundreds of comments and it was fascinating to watch and, and it was so heartfelt, you know, we've, we've been through that. So, and you, throughout your career, I'm sure you've been through all, so many different aspects of, of the HR life. Um, so I think there's so much pressure. You're right. It's, it's not just get the job done and, and do it in a practical way. There's the whole emotional aspect to it. And as you say, with the leaders being given no support on the EQ side of things as well. Well, and the math is proving out. So Gallup just recently came out with a study that showed that uh, burnout is high. And the only uh, segment that increased by 30% were people leaders. So people, yes, people manager burnout is increasing exponentially. And another study showed that 81% of managers don't know what to do about the emotional well-being of their employees. They don't know what to ask or they can't manage their own stuff, let alone everybody else's. And Mm. so we don't teach them how, we just tell them. And Mm. uh, that's why I'm trying to make a difference. Absolutely. That was another thing that that sort of popped into my head when you were were describing the the development of the program itself was the fact that it's science-based, data-based, because... I love all the quotes and the images on LinkedIn and Facebook of take a walk on the beach and you know be true to yourself. I love that. And, and I, you know, I make a joke, but it's important and it's, it's good, but there's not a lot of data around there and um, structured information. So can you tell us a little bit about what's in the program that you developed uh, through to what's the actual outcome? What can people expect? Yeah. So um, actually, I can tell you the science on why walking on a beach is better for oh. you. It's been scientifically proven that blue spaces uh, decrease your stress and anxiety and increase well-being. Wow. So that's why you should take a walk on the beach. Uh, you learn something <laughs> uh, every, every day. Here. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. So in our program, we really focus on um, understanding yourself uh, and knowing how do I respond when I'm stressed? What are what are the things that that trip me up? We call it your kryptonite, um, because without self reflection, you really don't know what actions to take. It's all theoretical, and so everything I call is I call our training bespoke to the person because it's customized to the individual. We give them the framework, we give them the tools, and then they customize the right solutions for themselves based on how they respond to stress stressors that they're under, their own family backgrounds, and um, their own uh, gifts and strengths. So we start there. um, And I say it's like taking a journey. Our program is like taking a journey, right? If you think about going anywhere, you can't go uh, anywhere without knowing where you're starting from. And so you start there, then you know uh, why you want to go someplace. That's your values. That's your motivation. And then you know where you want to go. Those are your goals. Those three things help you navigate any challenge. So if the only thing you did was self-reflection and knowing your values and your goals, you would have increased resiliency, just those three things. But let me build on that with additional tools and resources. Again, all pulled from the science that have been um, uh, quantitatively proven to improve outcomes. Brilliant. And so the values and the vision are are crucial. Does that incorporate, for instance, career development and where a person wants to get to in their HR career? Yeah. 
Absolutely. So let's say that I'm real stressed out about an email I received from a client. I, if I can reflect on, okay, how do I want to respond to that? Right. Is, is that how, well, number one, why is that upsetting me? And then two, how much does that matter relative to my personal goals? Right. So at the end of the day, is this going to bother me in three months? Probably not. And so I can, that can help balance out those big emotions or emotional reactions and that self, that moment of presence helps you understand, well, what's happening with me right now? So that then you can address what's really going on. Brilliant. So how is the program itself actually structured? Is it uh, online learning? Is it classroom-based? For people listening, how, how does it work? Yeah, it's a blended program um, using what they call the reverse classroom, which was popular from the Khan Academy. People may remember that from oh, a few yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah. So um, we, what we do is we learn as many concepts as we can self-paced and do the application role-playing and discussion um, uh, live. And so it is not self-paced because self-paced learning doesn't work if you're, especially if you're in burnout um, because you lack the cognitive ability and you have increased cynicism. So you're not able to really follow through. So we handhold through um, five, it's five um, live sessions. There's an app that's a companion piece that reinforces the learning and also provides some mindfulness exercises, super simple ones. Nothing's going to take more than a minute, um, but ways to help you uh, refocus and um, de-stress when you need to. I love it. Now I'm a marketing guy. I'm a, I was an HR guy. Now I'm a marketing guy. I'm, I'm curious for you to be able to sell on this program to HR leaders, HR professionals, they need to sell it to their bosses. So what advice would you have for them to say, hey, boss, can you get out the checkbook? Because I think this could be really good for me without them sounding like, oh, gosh, I'm about to have a breakdown and you should fire me. Because that's probably one thing that's ticking through their mind, I'm guessing. I, I would guess. But I mean, I, people say, oh, who, who does your who, who would benefit from your program? And my answer is anybody who is experiencing stress. I mean, it's, if you're not experiencing stress, then you don't, you don't need the training. Uh, if you think you have it all figured out and like you're, you're thriving right now, peace, you're good. You don't need it. But if you'd like to learn new skills and you think your team could perform better if they weren't like ha having breakdowns, then this is for you. But to help that from a less dramatic point of view um, on a quantitative uh, looking at the data, there's actually a link on my website called make the, make the case. Um, and it's verdantconsulting.net. Um, and if you go to make the case, there's a, an ROI calculator that will show you the cost savings of investing in emotional well-being. Because again, back to the data, we know when people are experiencing these, these things, how it impacts their health costs, their absenteeism. Um, and we use the data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics to uh, calculate that risk i like it and you were talking earlier about leaders not necessarily being given the support definitely when they get promoted and you got that corporate letter it's assumed you must be amazing in every aspect of life and every aspect of personality not necessarily always the case so it's the same with an athlete you can't expect them to get better without coaching and support and it's the same with leaders they if they want to support their own team members i'm guessing that this is the kind of thing that would help them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because in, in, in two, three ways, actually, number one, the number one cause of burnout is your manager. 
So 60% of the causes of burnout are tied back to uh, your direct manager's behaviors and decisions, et cetera. So having a manager that's um, able to you know, manage their feelings and their emotions is gonna help their employees. Yep. Two, um, if I can invest in and, and teach these skills to my employees, then that's a better experience for them. And then of course, third would be if they were able to take advantage of this training themselves and then they can apply it as well. Excellent, excellent. Um, so are you looking at any particular industries or employer types or do you think this is applicable anywhere? Well, like I said, if you have stress, then my program will help you. It's not, it's not designed around a specific industry. And like I said, everything's individualized. So you know, for example, one of the things we start with is um, expressive writing. So journaling, a lot of people will be like, Ugh, who wants to do that? I give 12 different ways to journal. So it, it, if you just want to collect pictures, that counts. If you just want to do a word wall and write all the crap that's floating around your head, great. Like I have 12 different ways. If you can't find one out of that, then I, I can't help you. But <laughs> um, the one thing that I am really focusing on though these days, Ben, is my HR brothers and sisters, because what I see is that we spend a lot of time on many of the other essential workers, but are we taking care of the carers of those people? And I, I would say no. And so that's why I've put a lot of effort around uh, researching specifically around um, HR risks and hazards when it comes to resiliency and stress and burnout and then building programs for them in particular. For example, I'm um, organizing an HR Wellbeing Week here in January, where we have over 20 different topics for them to learn from. And um, I'm working with women in New Zealand on an app that helps them as well, pulling in some of those things from my own research and as well as other contributors. So I feel like that's an area where if we don't take care of ourselves, it is becomes really hard to take care of the rest of the organization. Absolutely. And you mentioned that event, the uh, the wellness event that just looked amazing. So I have seen that listed and it looks amazing. Yeah, so many events and so many great topics and so much yeah, good have, information. Yeah. It's I I've been so pleased with how many people who've been willing to contribute to this um, effort. We have everything from uh, kindness, creating kindness in HR. Um, managing um, imposter syndrome. We have creating a psychologically safe HR team. Uh, and a, and uh, I'm actually doing one with my, my friend from New Zealand, Hannah Hardy-Jones. We're doing one because we're both from HR about the dark hidden secrets of the HR function. <laughs> oh, I can imagine that one. Yeah, imposter syndrome. Um, so Hannah's got a slightly similar accent to me, I'm guessing, and Antipodean. But um, yeah, I, I, I didn't start this very podcast and I'm up to episode 100 and something, whatever it is. But I didn't start it for three months because I thought, who wants to listen to an HR guy with an Aussie accent? Really? So I love it. I'm going to have to attend that session. Um, you share so much good information, particularly on LinkedIn, on your website, your blog, you've got videos, so much good stuff. And also you got the wellness thing. If people want to find out more, learn about this and also about the, the resilience program itself, what should they do next? Yeah, well, obviously go to my website. It's verdantconsulting.net. You can follow me. I use the hashtag B underscore verdant um, on all social media platforms. So Instagram, Twitter, uh, I say all, I don't do TikTok because I'm an old person. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then uh, LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. 
Um, and you can always follow or connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, there's not a lot of Alessandrias out there, but uh, you, you can find me that way. Excellent. And then I, I have a podcast, the Be Verdant podcast, yes. where we talk about every week, I talk about a different topic. I pull in an, an actual academic study, scientific study, and then we talk about it with really cool people. So, uh, you know, everything from toxin handling for HR professionals um, to uh, using the concept of time travel to help you manage your big emotions. Wow. Man, definitely check that out. Yeah. I mean, so much good stuff there. Uh, so if you're listening to this on the go, check out the show notes, but otherwise it's verdantconsulting.net. Uh, but the show notes will have the link to that and all the other good stuff that Al's been describing. Al, I think you've done an amazing job and uh, people should definitely go and check out all this brilliant information. And if they don't go through the program themselves, then they should certainly uh, refer it to others because I think it sounds really important for people at this pretty challenging time that we're going through. Yeah, thanks so much, Ben. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.